This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. And I'm a bit late here. My apologies. I've been working, obviously, right? But it's 12.27 a.m. in the morning, and it's currently Friday. Happy Friday, folks. Welcome to the rant, where I give all of you the opportunity to ask me questions here. You can post your questions below. You can go live with me as well. Yes, I am a multi-self-made millionaire here from Houston, Texas. I am a black man, and I'm living my dream. Okay? And I do this. I've been very consistent. Smash the like button. I'll leave a comment below if you notice the consistency of these rants here. I do them for you. Okay? Not for me. I do them for you. And I know people ask me all the time, Wes, why do you do this? Why... Why are you, well, you know, why is it so important to help other people? Because I believe the purpose of life, and this is a general statement, by the way, the purpose of life is to make a contribution to other people's life. And that's what I'm doing here. Okay. I'm making a contribution here. And you can make a contribution to people's lives in a variety of ways. But I choose this I chose to give you the gems and the game. So you can make your millions, so you can manifest what you want, and so you can have the greatest life possible before you leave this planet here. Okay? So, tonight, tonight, um, we're going to talk about this golden advice. I've got it from a billionaire here. And listen, this is some very pragmatic, practical information that is very important if you ever want to make a million dollars and have a million bucks, does that make sense? Um, I'm going to tell you the story on how I met this billionaire. I've never shared this story before. I usually don't talk too much about some of the people that I meet on the planet that are very fascinating people um, because it's just private, you know. But I thought that um, this conversation, many of you will get some value from this and you will understand, um, you know, how to really have money, right? Because let me share something with you. Just because a person makes a million dollars doesn't mean they have a million dollars. <laughs> just just because a person has earned a million dollars doesn't mean that they have money, okay? Believe it or not. So I'm going to teach you some things about money to put you on the forefront so you can be able to have what you want. Make sense? Because I don't want you just to earn a million dollars, but yet um, you you can't afford anything, right? Because of this one thing that I'm going to talk about here tonight. Before I do that here, can I give everybody a shout out here? And thank you for the shout outs. Thank you for the likes and shares as well. And thank you folks for always contributing to the rent. Just being here, taking notes. All I actually do is this. Don't give me your money. I don't want your money. Just smash the like button and take notes. That's it. That's your payment to me. And actually apply this information, if it's something that's in value to you, something that you think you can apply to your life, go ahead and do that, okay? And if you want to know my pedigree, let me tell you my pedigree in 60 seconds. I dropped out of college. I went to the military. I dropped out of the military. I've been a computer engineer for a very long time. I quit becoming a com- I, I quit the computer engineering industry. I went into internet marketing. After eight to nine years, I'm now worth over $40 million in the internet marketing world. I'll never go back what I used to make per um let me see. What I used to make per year, now I make sometime per week. 
And I used to make over $200,000. So um, life is good, right? Life is really good. And I'm working less. I'm not working as much as I used to when I was working for when I was in the, in the rat race here. So life is good. And I'm grateful. I'm a father as well. And uh, no, I'm not married either. <laughs> I'm not married. I'm just... I'm just a young man out here that's doing his uh, due diligence and service to the world, okay? The best way I can do it here. So go ahead and comment below here. Hey, Trey L-T-R-U. Um, hey, Jimmy. How are you? Danielle. DJ Jeff. Felicia. Uh, comment your names below here. Vessel Jewels, Bamboo Weekly, Jorda, uh, Versi. Uh, folks, comment your names below so I can pronounce your names properly here. Michaela from Tanzania, Genius. Okay. Jimmy, Arthur, how are you? Brian, what's going on? Xavier de la Cruz. Packin for Norway. Wow. Trey. Wes Shun. I mean Shun. Okay. Uriah from Jamaica. How was those eggs? All those eggs was amazing. Trey. It was so good. Jordy here. Ali. And before we get started here, I want you guys to repeat after me. High energy. High income, baby. Say it with me here. High energy, high income. Say it with me. With a smile on your face, baby. Let's go. High energy, high income, which means raise your vibration. Get out that bed. I know you're laying in that bed all comfortable. I get it. Get out. That's why a lot of you still broke because you're laying down. You're relaxed. Get your ass up. Okay. Be a be an active listener. Okay, don't be passive. An active listener is a person that is up, lights is on, notepad is on the desk, pencil pen is in hand. Okay, I love it. I love it. All right, I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. So let me give you this golden device. So uh, many of you are aware if you're brand, listen, if you're brand, brand new to the podcast, welcome. I always go live on Instagram. That's where these podcasts come from. I just take the audio and I just convert it to a podcast, basically. You know, so every podcast and every rant that I've ever done is on Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, whatever. We're everywhere. Type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. You will be able to download this to your phone. Okay? Get it. All right. So many of you are aware that I have traveled the world. Okay? I'm very well traveled. I've been to about 35 countries. And if you didn't know, we have over, I believe, 197 countries on the planet here. And I plan to hit them all. Okay? Before I leave planet Earth here. But I went to one particular country. By the name of Monaco. Does anybody know what Monaco is? So let me tell you something. Monaco is the land of the billionaires. Okay. 
Because if you ever get an opportunity to go to Monaco, you're going to meet a billionaire, I promise you. Like many of you are like, man, I can't meet rich people. Well, go to Monaco. I mean, uh, uh, they have a huge of billionaires that are there. Okay, they're everywhere. Okay, and this place is probably one of the one of the most richest spots on the planet. And I think a lot of billionaires go there because of the beauty. They have a lot of yachts, and it's just gorgeous, man. So I went there, and um, I checked into my hotel, and it was a fancy hotel. But I, I'll share this with you. If you ever go to Monaco, don't go alone. I went by myself, and I wish I had a significant other or a nice little, you know, a little something, something, a nice little petite, thick, sexy, cute little thing that was with me here because every night in Monaco at this one hotel, they do fireworks outside the balcony, and it's gorgeous. I mean, it's just so beautiful at night in the morning, and it's definitely for the lovers. And I'm pretty sure a lot of billionaires probably bring their side chicks there. <laughs> I'm not sure. But, um, but you know, Monaco is a gorgeous place, definitely. And I remember I was sitting at the pool one day. Okay, Obviously, I don't swim. I know how to swim, but, you know, I'm just, I don't go to the beach to get in the water, right? Not at all. And I was just, you know, having lunch, whatever enjoying myself and I met this young man now if I tell you this young man's name you'll know exactly who he is so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you who he is but um let's just say I met this young man he was talking about his company we were just talking you know say how you doing hey how you doing you know what's your name my name is what about hey what's your name my name is Wesley I said, um, you come here much? Yeah, I'm here all the time. So the young man, and I say young man, he's probably like 50 plus. And we were just talking back and forward, you know. And, you know, at that time, I was a new millionaire, maybe a year, two years in, you know, after making my first million. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to get some advice from a billionaire, obviously. Well, just wanted to raise the bar a little bit. So I'm just talking and making conversation with him. And this man probably gave me the best advice ever. I love you guys as well. He gave me some the most profound advice. And I'm not talking about some like philosophy type advice, okay? It was just so simple, but yet very profound. He said, if you ever want to keep a million dollars, Wes, and a lot of people don't know this, you know, he's a billion, he's worth about maybe five billion bucks, right? He said, um, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs don't know this because when you see people on TV, you look people up on the networks and they say they're worth all this money, you know, and maybe they are, maybe they're not. But, you know, a lot of people don't really have as much money as you think they do. You know, you may go to a local business and you may think that, oh, I'm at this Burger King, and I'm pretty sure they're making millions and millions of dollars. Maybe they're making millions of dollars, but they don't have millions of dollars. If you notice, even during the um, you know, COVID virus epidemic or pandemic, uh, when you're, you're seeing all these businesses shut down, like within two months, so many companies shut down, and you would think they would have more reserves or more cash. But listen, let me tell you something about companies here. A lot of companies, not all, 
But it's many companies, they don't have a lot of cash reserve. A lot of companies live month to month. Companies that you think are making all this money, they got these fancy cars. But listen, they're, they're living month to month just like you, right? <laughs> paycheck to paycheck, believe it or not. And he was sharing with me and um, just giving me some knowledge here, man. And Because, you know, honestly, I wanted to stay a millionaire. I didn't want to just become a millionaire and lose all my money. And let me tell you what he told me. He said, Wes, if you want to keep your money and actually be a cash millionaire, he said, um, and it was so profound. And he said, Expenses are like fingernails. And I never thought about it like this. He was talking about expenses. You know, you think about a business. Everybody has a business, right? Or many of you have a businesses, but within the business to run, you have expenses, things you have to pay out to run the business. And he says, you know, expenses is what's keeping businesses and entrepreneurs, you know, not having the cash that they should have. And I said, I don't get it. He said, Wesley, expenses are like fingernails. You got to keep them trimmed. Write that down. You have to keep them trimmed. And I didn't get it. I said, what do you mean you got to keep it trimmed? He said, I want you to look at your business when you get home. Okay. And I want you to look at everything that's making you money. And I want you to look at everything in your business that's not making you money. And look at the people that are in your business that, that is making you money and the people who are not making you money. And um, start start trimming. So what he was sharing with me was that, you know, a lot of the money that I was paying out to employees or just to some things that were just ridiculous, right? That money could be in my pocket. See, a lot of you want to have these fancy offices, spaces. I get it. You know, you want everybody to know that you have this big company, this big business. Yeah, I own this. Look at this. I got five secretaries and five assistants and blah, blah, blah. But um, a lot of those expenses is taking money out of your profit. Okay. Think about it for a second. Elon Musk just bought Twitter, okay? $40 billion, I think. And immediately, this man fired and terminated more than half of the workforce. Why? Man, have you ever seen a working at Twitter video? You know, you ever seen one of those videos that say, my day in the office of Twitter. And what are these people doing? They're coming to the fucking office, getting tea, getting lunch. You know, hanging out in the playpen and playing golf and shit at work, right? They're showing their day at work at Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, you're like, yeah, you know, I go to the meditation room at five and, you know, in the morning I go get my green drink. Then I go chill and talk with the friends for a little bit. Then I go to the playpen and, you know, I go read a book and I get in my little oval and then I go to work for about an hour. Then I go home. I'm like, what the? So. <laughs> so Elon Musk said, this is ridiculous. All these people are making all this money. I don't need them. So he fired them all. He got rid of all the expenses. Who else did it? Mark Zuckerberg. 
he had to terminate over 11,000 people. Okay? Why? Because those are expenses that need to be in his pocket or in the company's pocket. Okay? Now, this is very important. Let me tell you something. Even though, like, my companies do between, like, every year maybe 10 to maybe $15 million, right? Next year, I'm shooting for the $100 million. You know, I'm going for it, right? I'm going to make a huge risk. That's why I've been very focused. But if you notice, I don't have a fancy office. You better take notes here if you want to be rich. I don't have a fancy office. I don't have an assistant. I had one. I just fired them. You know what I realized about an assistant? I had about three assistants. And I had one assistant. And when I was gone traveling, you know, thank God for my maid, Lupe. She told me what this woman was doing when I was gone. She on the bed, relaxing, on Snapchat, on TikTok, because she ain't got nothing to do, right? So she just wasting time and just collecting a paycheck. So I terminated her immediately because it was a waste of my time and my money. Okay? So like I was saying, I don't have an office. I mean, I have an office in my penthouse that I never use. Right? I, I, I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't have a bunch of employees. The people that work for me, I have more people that are contract. People that's on my payroll, not a lot. Okay? Not a lot. Some of you want to hire all these people. You know what I loved about Steve Jobs? You know, God rest his soul. Steve Jobs, he didn't believe in hiring all these people. You know, think about it. You go to McDonald's right now. You got a supervisor, manager, and general manager. Why do you need all these people? Steve Jobs just said you only needed one person. That's it. And he's over that department. Why do you need a supervisor and a manager? So the manager got to manage the supervisor? Supervisor manage the employees? It seemed to me the supervisor and manager can go. Even the general manager can go. One manager. They can manage all the stores and he can manage each store individually. Keep them busy. And listen, you know, that advice has really kept me very rich because the money comes in my pocket. It goes back to my company. Because I'm not wasting my money on expenses that are not necessary. And this is what I want to share with you. You know, how many of you are running the business right now? I want you to look in your business and think about what needs to be gone. What do you need? Who do you need to terminate? Who, who, is, who, who, who are wasting your money and your time at the company? Okay. Now, this is a difficult process, especially if you're an, an emotional person, because you may say, oh, they got a family, got this. Hey, listen, your job as the CEO of your company is to make sure that company run efficiently. And for a company to run efficiently, the company must make money, which means is it is your job to eradicate expenses that are unnecessary. I want you to think about it right now. Do you really need an office for your company right now? Some of you got offices. 
Like, you, do you really need that office? Some of you have remote offices. Oh, I got an office in Puerto Rico. Well, I got an office in New York and I got an office in L.A. Like, my question to you is, do you need it? Like, is it absolutely necessary? Or it's just one of your little bragging right thing. You know, you want to be braggadocious and say, well, I got a, yeah, I got my office in New York and I got to fly back down to Miami. You know, I hear people all the time, you know, these old dumb mother. Listen, <laughs> they were like, yeah, I got to fly Miami for some work and I got to go to New York for some work too. Then I got to go back down to Texas. I mean, like talking like they got something going on and no, no, they, they have got, they have nothing going on, right? But they, they talking like they do, okay? No, many people like this. Listen, expenses are like fingernails. You got to keep them trimmed, okay? All the time. If you want to have millions of dollars in the bank, like cash, do you know how many people have millions of dollars in their bank? That's not a lot, okay? But less than 1% actually have cash. I'm... I'm not talking about net worth. I'm not talking about if you sell this, sell that. No, cash. It is not that many people who have cash. Okay? <laughs> Does that make sense? That's running a business. Okay? Listen, when I started my digital marketing company, I wanted to run a company that made more money, which means I didn't want a lot of employees. I didn't want to hire all these people because I got to pay these people. And I was always thinking about a way on how I can run the business and exponentially increase the profits by having less staff. And I've done a great job, honestly. You know, we keep, we trim the fat in my company, Virgin Media here. We keep it very small, extremely. Anybody that's outside of that is contractors. Contractors are people that you hire one time, pay them, they're done. I don't have a ton of people on the payroll. I never do. Let me tell you something about people. You'll learn this when you manage people. People get lethargic, they get lazy. I believe that you need to replace people maybe every two to three years, honestly. I learned that from the billionaire. He said, Wesley, you're going to learn something about people. I learned it from the guy. He said that people in your company, every two to three years, you got to change their mind. You got to fire them. You got to get rid of them. You have to because they will automatically begin to be lethargic and lazy and they will just feel entitled and they won't have that drive and that hunger. It just is. It's natural for employees to be that way. You know, every once in a while, you do get lucky and you find somebody that is just as driven, just like you. But it's very and it's highly unlikely. Every two to three years, you got to let people go. And that's hard with people in company. That's why many companies don't last because they're just not great CEOs. Great CEOs, they know how to let somebody go. They know how to terminate someone and just let them go because it's best for the company. It's not personal and I can do that very well okay I'm either going to hire somebody that's going to do it for me or I'm going to do it I'm going to do it if I if I have to do the determinating then I'm going to terminate the person that's that I that I that I hired to do the termination does that make sense okay so 
what I wanted to share with you tonight is whatever company that you want to create or whatever company that you're creating or starting right now, just trim the fat, man. The expenses, trim them. Trim the expenses. There are many things that you need to probably look in your company right now at this moment here and eliminate some of these things that you don't even need. Think about some of the sus- subscriptions that you have. Like I used to have a ton of subscriptions. I had to get rid of all this stuff. You know, software and project. It's just so much stuff on the internet that you think that you're going to use but you never use. I had to go through and just cancel all that stuff. Cancel, cancel, cancel. And this is even applicable in your personal life. A lot of you have all these Netflix, Hulu, Bulu, Paramount. This stuff is building you every single month. Get rid of this stuff. Trim it. Right? Because that's money that can be in your pocket. That's how people get rich and that's how they stay rich. Okay? Because they're constantly, consistently eliminating expenses from the business. Okay? That's the that's the beautiful thing about starting an internet company or a digital marketing company is because, well, I have no expenses. I don't have that many. Like I pay website costs, you know, for my servers online. I play for my email server, called email ESP, email service provider. Um, you know, I have a few employees that is on payroll, not more than six or seven. Um, and other than that, that's about it. I'm not paying insurance, right? I'm not paying for lights for the business. I'm not paying a gas bill. I'm not paying, I'm not paying rent for the business. I know people that pay $10,000, $20,000 a month for their rent just for their company. And to me, a company like that, I would think to myself, how can I bring this company online? That's it. That's what I'll be thinking. How can I bring this company online? Because you'll realize it's so expensive when you're running a conventional company and you could possibly digitize that. Do you not understand the world that we live in? This is a digital world. Hello, you better wake up. Or you're going to be left behind. Okay. This is a digital world. Okay. There's no more of this. You know, shopping at stores and all the stores that people shop in, well, they're they're, they're good. They're, they're going to be there forever. Like Versace and Gucci, I mean, it's done. It's branded. You know, a lot of you folks that's trying to create these stores, oh, I'm looking for a building for my, don't do this. I Listen, I know so many people. I, ha- I had a friend, this was years ago before I was rich, and he and his girl had a clothing store and he was so excited. He was so excited that he had a welcome party. Listen, let me share something with you for all you folks out there. Stop having these dumb, stupid welcome parties. Like these grand opening parties. Stop. Why? Why are you doing this? Because even the people that come, they're not even buying stuff. They're not buying enough stuff, right? That that they're not even paying for the party. You know, I don't know why people do these grand openings. Oh, grand opening, grand opening. Let's do a grand open. You're not Apple. You can't do that. You're going to be wasting money. You got to spend so much money on food. You got to spend money on entertainment. The store is open, so you're spending money on for lights or 
just to keep the doors open, alcohol, entertainment, music, right? For what? You don't need to have a grand opening. You don't need to have a party. But people get so excited, and that's what they did. They had a big old party, you know, whatever, you know. And I think that's all ego. It's not about the business. It's not about, because, you know, many people that even come to these parties, because I've been to a few of these grand openings, like clothing stores, nobody buys much, you know, a, a, a few hundred dollars. And the profit that they earn doesn't even take care of the expenses of the party here. So these two, they had a clothing store. You know what's so crazy? At first, the young lady had the clothing store online. And she was doing pretty well. She was actually doing it. And let me tell you something. Clothing is very difficult to succeed online. I'm just going to tell you that. Very hard. Almost impossible. Right? Uh, it's very difficult. But, and I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm just letting you know the journey that you're on. It's going to be a very arduous journey. Okay? But the young lady was doing well. And then, all of a sudden... They have the thought, you know what? We need a store. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, that is just not smart. Like you're doing well online. You don't have to pay any rent, no lights. You don't have a gas bill. You don't have to pay any insurance, no rental insurance, no fire, none of that stuff. You don't have to market to people to get them to come to your store because you're already making money online. You have the customers. You know what your cost per acquisition is. And they wanted to do a store. So they did. And you know what people don't realize about starting a store or a, a, a conventional business. When you have a building, you got to decorate. You, you spend a lot of money. It's insane, right? So they spent all this money. Grand opening. And what do you think happened to the store? That store... Didn't even survive two years. Okay. I don't even think it survived a year, honestly. It's gone. It's gone. Because let me tell you why. They, in my opinion, they were more interested in having a store just to say that they have a store. Even though the young lady was making money online with her online website store. Was doing very well. But as soon as she went to the conventional market, to me, that's going backwards. Like, if it's working online, why would you want to work harder? Right? But it was our ego, in my opinion. It was their ego. They just wanted to say they have a store. You want a place to go to, and people are like, oh, you're shopping at my store. You know, talking with your girl. Oh, I have a store around the corner. I have a store. I have a store. And listen, me, personally, I don't need an office, I don't need a store, I don't need nothing. I need my bed and my laptop, and that's it. And I make millions and millions of dollars per month. And they lost the business. And I don't even think the store is working even online anymore because they took the focus off the digital world. They went backwards. And now, so they don't have the store anymore. And they don't have the actual website that they used to sell the clothing anymore. They're scrambling. They're trying to figure it back out again. Okay, does that make sense? Listen, I want, listen, I'm, I'm going to share this from the top of my heart. Listen, the digital world is where you should be headed right now, period. That's it. The digital world, the internet, www.whateveryourwebsiteis.com. 
That should be your focus. For a couple of reasons. Expenses are very low. Super low. Okay? It's no more this, well, in five years we'll be profitable. In three, nah. Screw that. One month, two months, I'm profitable. Every company that I launch, like we're launching, we're launching Genius, we're going to relaunch Genius Group. I spent over $20,000 to rewrite copy, rewrite ads, rewrite everything, right? I'm going to make that money back in less than, I mean, in a month, like soon as I launch. I mean, just a couple of weeks, I'll make it back quickly. That's what the internet offers you. But if you go out there, you want to hire all these people, you want an assistant, you want, you know, taking people out to lunch and going to dinner every day. Listen, you're not going to be profitable. And if you're going to be profitable, even if you are profitable, you're not going to have the money that you really want to have. You'll be running a business, but you can't even afford the car that you really want. You can't live in the place that you really want to live in. You can't have the lifestyle that you want. You're not going to be flying first class, not at all. Because you're not going to be able to justify the price point. You got to trim the fat, trim the expenses. Listen, if I could run my company by myself, I would, I wish. If I could do it by myself, but I, but I mean, it's too large now. It's, I can't, I cannot. I need help. And I'm thankful for the help and the people that work for me now. They're my family. Right? Any questions for me? Okay. Expenses are like fingernails. You got to keep them trimmed. Always look sedulously in your business and think about what can I eliminate? What can I stop? What can I cancel? What do I not need anymore? When you look at your company, ask yourself one question. What is making the money right now? Which company? Which sector of the business is actually making the money and what is not? Okay? And get rid of it. What online business would you suggest starting? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a ton of companies that you can start, man. You can sell weight loss products. You can sell, I mean, it's just so much. I mean, YouTube channels. You have to make a decision on what you want to do, folks. Like I, I sell, let me tell you what I do. I sell self-development books, videos. I sell intellectual, my own personal intellectual property. Based off my knowledge, my information about what I do as far as making money online. Um, we have weight loss products. I'm now, I'm in new into the supplement space. Like you just have to kind of find out what your niche is. Think about what intellectual property you have or what skill that you possess that you can sell for a profit. And I'm sure everybody on here has it. Listen, everybody on here has some skill that they can sell. But you think what you know is worthless. You think it's worth, and it's not worthless. It's something that you do and you do very well and that you can sell. I mean, you got people on Twitch right now playing video games, GTA. Making millions of dollars per month. Look at all these people. Aiden Ross. Kai Sennett. They playing video games, man. They streaming. And all they're doing is acting silly, right? Entertaining people. 
And people are paying for this thing every single month. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Questions for me here. Supplement will drop in a few weeks. And let me address the comment about saturation. Listen. Oh, God. You know, people... I was talking to this young lady, and I said, you know, you ought to do a makeup video tutorial on the internet. Well, that's too saturated. Shut up. No, it's not. Are you kidding me? Saturated? It's not saturated. It's the internet, man. Saturated? <laughs> oh, my God. Let me ask you a question. For everybody that thinks everybody... That everything on the internet is so saturated. How many weight loss companies do you know that exist? How many weight loss pills are out there that comes out every single month? How many workout programs? Huh? How many different burgers are they? Burger joints. Burger stores, right? Restaurants. How many? What's she talking about saturated? It's not saturated at all. You got 7 billion people on the planet, man. All looking for your product. But I want you to understand the pie is huge. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so huge. To the point that anybody that wants a piece of the pie, you can have a piece of the pie. It is nothing saturated on the planet as it relates to making some money. It's not enough companies out there getting a piece of the pie. You folks, because you see a bunch of people on the internet doing this, you may see 10 people doing makeup videos. Oh, it's saturated. Are you crazy? How many singers on the planet right now that sing songs? Artists. All right, they, they got fans, right? People to buy their stuff. I mean, wouldn't that be saturated? You got millions of singers and rappers on the planet. Is that saturated too? No. Somebody's making it every single day. Somebody is becoming a star every single day. The, the big issue with a lot of you, you don't start because you find reasons not to start. You say bullshit Things such as a saturated. Well, it's too much competition out there, man. I can't do that. Too much competition. Everybody's doing this. Everybody, everybody. And I'm like, why would you make that general statement that everybody's doing? Everybody's not doing it. What are you talking about? Well, everybody's doing that. <laughs> everybody's doing that. Well, everybody's everybody stupid. Everybody's not doing that. Just stop it. Just tell the truth. You just. Don't have the guts nor the balls to go out there and take action. All right? <laughs> Next question for me here. Okay. Are you getting value here? <sighs> Questions. Talk to me. Talk to me. Is Google Sites as good as a regular site? 
What is a Google site? I don't know what a Google site is. What are you talking about? You mean Google.com? And what do you mean a regular site? That doesn't make sense, my, my guy. Uh, maybe I'm not understanding your question here. Wes, you were looking good in Pilates class today. You have a great trainer. Well, thank you so much, Patricia. I do. I have an outstanding shout-out to Shaquille. She's my trainer. Lovely black woman. She's getting me right. She promised me an eight-pack in the next six months. And we're getting there. What's next? Questions for me. Come on, folks. Well, how can you stand out from the rest? You don't need to stand out. What do you mean? Stand out from the rest. How many of you have ever heard of this little drug called Tylenol? How many have ever? How many of you have ever heard of this little drug called uh, 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 aspirin? How about a leave? Hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. What's difference? What's the difference between Tylenol, Aleve, and aspirin? Not much. I mean, you know, when you go to Walgreens, when you go to your drugstore, they all look the same. I mean, how are they standing out? What's the difference between Bank of America and Chase? Don't they all just hold money? Same tellers. They got the drive-through windows as well. They got the ATM machine in there. I mean, what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no difference. It's just a different name. You know, different people that they have brand ambassadors for. What I'm saying, you don't need to stand out. You need to know how to market. That's it. Whatever you're trying to sell, you need to learn how to market your product. That's it. That's the key. You mean stand out? You don't need to stand out. You need to learn how to market what you're selling. That's it. Once you master marketing, you can sell anything at any given time. It doesn't even matter. You can take 10 people that pay you $10,000 or $1,000 per... Listen, you can find 10 people on the planet that if they can pay you $1,000 a month, that's $10,000 a month. You just got to think about what a value that you can create that people will pay you that amount of money. And all you got to do is think. Think about it. Okay? What is one marketing tip? Whenever you market to people, I make it very simple. It's all about pain and pleasure. Whenever I sell something to people, it's all about pain and pleasure. What do I mean by that? I'm going to talk about the pain if they don't get my product. Like I have one of my products, which is called the Genie Script Course. So here's the pain. Many of you are broke. Many of you have a nine-to-five job. Many of you can't stand your life. Many of you are sick and tired of reading all these books and doing everything that you're doing, but you're not getting what you want, right? Well, how many of you want to continue to live that life? How many of you in the next 10 years want to be at the same job that you're currently at? See, that's pain. See, I'm painting this picture right now. I'm painting the picture of your life right now. For the next 10 years, if you don't take action and move in a different direction, if you continue to stay where you are 10 years later, you're going to be exactly where you are, if not worse. No money in your bank account, same type of car, still not traveling the world. And if you are traveling, you're on some broke-ass cruise, carnival cruise, or going to Mexico or Jamaica, right? You're not doing nothing fascinating. You're not doing nothing fabulous. Your children are still going to be stuck in that neighborhood where you live in today. They're still going to be in that badass public school. 
you're still going to be making this small amount of money, no money at the end of the month. You want that? You're like, no, I don't want that. Of course not. Right? You're going to have problems in your family, in your marriage because of money. Money is statistically shown that money is the number one just dismantler of relationships. You want to dismantle a relationship? Take the money out of it. Right? But if you want to be able to manifest your entire life, your world, if you want to be able to have positive experiences, see, I'm talking about the pleasure now. If you want to be able to travel the world first class, if you want to be able to stay in the five-star hotels, if you want to be able to go to a car lot, or a dealership, Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, go there and write them a check cash and get the car that you want. You want to be able to drive around on a Monday while people are rushing to work. You're going to the beach. You're going to the gym. If you want that, I recommend the Genie Script course. See how I sold that? Pain and pleasure. That's how you sell anything. Doesn't even matter. Pain and pleasure, man. It's really that easy. Because people will do more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. So you paint a picture of the pain that the person will receive if they don't get your product, if they don't get your stuff. You got to paint a picture in people's minds. Well, this is what's going to happen if you don't get my product. But if you get my product, this is all the pleasure that you can get, possibly. See how I did that? Okay. Questions for me. That's your tip for tonight. Sales tip. Questions here. Talk to me. Questions. I don't see any questions here. I guess everybody's rich and extremely successful because I'm over here, Mr. Wesley, billion dollar virgin, you know, laying out multi-millionaire, Mr. Virgin here. And um, I don't see any questions here. See, someone says, work until expensive becomes cheap. That's good. I like that. Can you talk about Egypt and the Emerald Tablets? I know nothing about that. How do you learn sales copy? Easy. There's many people on the internet that teach sales copy, or you can read books about them. Dan Kennedy is one of them. Write that down. Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy. If you want to learn how to write copy, copy is this in layman's terms. If you ever go to a website and you read what's on the website, that's called copy. If you ever go to a website and you hit the and you hit the um, play button and you're listening to something, that's copy. Okay, copy is the content that is on a website that is meant to persuade you. To engage in some type of activity, whether buy, leave your email address, leave your number, that is copy, right? So if you're in the internet business, you need to learn how to write copy, or you need to hire someone who know how to do it. Okay, so Dan Kennedy, one guy that I learned from, now personally, I just read every book and I watched every video from this guy. Another guy, John Carlton, again, I read all his books, watched all his videos. 
Gary Helbert. He's an old school guy, direct marketing. Okay. He passed away, but extremely like the godfather. Another guy, John Benson. Let me tell you something. This guy is a beast. He's he's like John Benson was the guy that kind of introduced me to tonality. You know, when I speak, voice inflection, subliminal words, conversational hypnosis. Like I know how to do all this stuff. I learned it from him because he was like a radio host as well. And he he had a program that cost like $2,000, but it taught you all these little psychological tricks. It, it's really good. I don't know if you sell it anymore, but still, he has a YouTube channel. Just watch everything this guy talks about. I mean, um, this is why I'm such a persuasive individual. Um, it's another man by the name of Sugarman. You have... Um, another guy talk to us about your products which product would you like to know about we have many but if you would like to buy one of my products just go get the genie script so go to youtube i mean go to um google.com type in the genie script but listen don't go to youtube and don't go to google and type in the genie script if you're not looking to manifest your dreams faster like if you're looking for a slow process to manifest your dreams Maybe you want to take another 10 years. Don't buy the genie script now. Don't do it, okay? But if you're looking like for a rapid opportunity to manifest your dreams faster, I would suggest the genie script. Now, because of me, we've had over almost 100,000 people to get it. And once you log into the system, you'll see all those people because they all wrote testimonials, you know, and they just sharing their experiences here. See, I just used the pain and pleasure model again. You didn't even see it happen. I used pain and pleasure to sell you on my courts again. Because that's just how it works. What's next? What are the best lead magnets to give to a prospect? Yeah, give them a free ebook. Ebooks always work. Uh, give them something for free, free access to your software. But a free ebook, free PDF always works, right? In any industry, people love free. And it's something that's called the law, the law of reciprocity. Whenever you give somebody something, you can read this in the book Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. Whenever you give somebody something, even if it's for free, they feel compelled, almost obligated to return the favor. This is very powerful. In everything that you do. Listen, let me tell you something. This works very well with any and every relationship that you have with people. If you want people to feel that they need to return the favor, give them something for free. It can be small. It don't have to be big. It can be something small. I'll tell you a secret about restaurants. The reason why the waiter or the waitress. Um, I can't believe I'm giving you guys this stuff, but I love you. So I'm going to give it to you. Because I want you to succeed. Like if you're a waiter or a waitress out there, let me give you a trick. I learned this from a waitress at Hooters. Back in the day, I used to go to Hooters. Why? Well, because the women are cute. No, I'm just kidding. The wings are good. Um, so she will always make a lot of tips. Always. I mean, 
she was all right. She wasn't like super cute, but you know, she was all right. But um, she was always getting all the tips, right? And um, I said, you know, what do you do? Well, you know, how do you get all this? How you get all this money, girl? And she said, well, at the end, when I give my customer the check, I give them a treat. That piece of candy. Or you give them some cookies. You know, five-star restaurants give you cookies. You know, Hooters, they give you a piece of candy. And it's very powerful. And they did a, they did a study. They said when a waitress or the waiter would leave something, a candy cookie or something, the tip was larger. Okay? <laughs> it was. Because people feel obligated to return the favor because you gave them something. Hey, just for you, here are some cookies. They just were made just for you. Thank you so much. You did so well. They went, oh, thank you so much. So when you're writing that tip, yeah. You're like, man, she gave me this. Let me let me, let me give her 100% tip or 50%. Make sense? So all my waiters and waitresses, try it. You'll see. It works. It's very unconscious. When people receive something, they feel obligated to give you something back. Yeah. It's like if you help somebody do something and the next week they ask you to move. Hey, man, you mind helping me move? I mean, you like can't say no because like say if you did, they did something, you did, they did something for you or you did something for them or, or vice versa or whatever. Gave them some money, you know, whatever you, you, you loan them some money from them or whatever. And they say, hey, can you have me move? You feel obligated to do it. You can't even say no, can you? Because <laughs> they did something nice for you. It's very powerful. It's just, it works like 95% of the time, I'm telling you. Just give somebody for free. We do it all the time. Like on the internet, we do it all the time on the internet. Sign up for this free book. Just give me an email address. Okay, great. Right? And um, when you get something for free and you give something... And another trick on the internet is when you give somebody something for free on the internet for free and it's really, really good, like some great information, um, people are more likely to buy your product because they're thinking that, well, if I got this for free and this was so valuable, I can imagine if I paid my money for something, what I would get when I purchase it. Okay. Okay. Some good stuff right there. I'm telling you, man. Listen, I know all the tricks of the trade. Not maybe not all of them, but online, I know a lot of them. I mean, it's a lot. Let me tell you, online on the on the internet, it's a lot of tricks, man. A lot. I'm like a magician on the internet. You know, you know, like we went. Me and the kids went to see David Blaine. Was that me and the kids? Oh, I can't remember who I talked. Somebody. We went to go see David Blaine or Chris Angel. Uh, sometimes I get mixed up. So. But uh, now with the Vegas, and, you know, Chris Angel was doing his thing, and he walking on the on the air, and I'm like, what? This, this is good. And even though it looked like he was walking on air, it's a trick. It's always a trick, and that's what you have to understand about the internet. Um, it's always a trick. It's some tricks. It's a lot of tricks that are happening, and I'm not saying the they're unethical tricks, right? But they're tricks, you know. <laughs> and you can use some of these tricks. For your own marketing, okay? Because successful people use these tricks as well, right?
You are giving us value tonight. You should speak at elementary schools where only wealthy children who never would have to live on the streets go. Okay. Hey, Wes, don't you have a program for starting an online business? Someone reached out to me about it. Absolutely. It's called Done For You Services. We do. We do. But honestly, um, I'm not sure if we cap for the month. But um, if somebody reached out to you, that's because we probably have a couple of spots open. That's called scarcity, by the way. It's another technique. Scarcity. You know what scarcity is? Write this stuff down, folks. I'm giving you, giving you the, the tips here. Scarcity is... You ever went to a website and you booked a hotel? You know, you're getting ready to go with your boo to Mexico because that's all you can afford. All right. And uh, <laughs> and you're booking a hotel and you see the room that you want and it says only two rooms left. You ever see something like that? Only two rooms left. Or uh, you ever booked a flight and um, you're getting ready to book the flight and it says only two seats left. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that's real? Do you think they're lying to you? Do you think it's actually two seats left? Do you actually think it's two rooms left? No one knows, right? No one knows. <laughs> listen, I'm just, listen, read between the lines here. Um, I'm not saying you should do this, but I'm saying that, hey, maybe I'm going to make a suggestion here on your website. You can say, hey, almost, only two items left. You better get it while it's hot. That's called scarcity, right? That's an influence psychological trigger called scarcity, right? Something that's going away. That's why Black Friday always works. Black Friday, man, you know, everything's a deal. is cheap. Get it now. You better get in first. Then you have a bunch of dumb people waiting in line, like dumb, silly people camping out for a Black Friday. I'm like, what? It blows my mind, right? Scarcity, man. I mean, it works. It's been working for years. Works all day long. Okay. iPhone, same thing. Right? You better get it now. Yeezys. That's why Yeezy, like Kanye West is a genius, man. Because you know he's going to sell out every single time. And you would think to yourself, well, why would you want to sell out? Wouldn't you want to have more? No. No. See, what Kanye West, like when he did own his, his Yeezys or whatever, um, he would only create a certain amount. So he already knew exactly how much money he was going to make, right? He knew it. And he made just enough that he would sell out every time. Which means is when he would create more Yeezys, he would continue to sell out automatically because many people missed out, right? And when people miss out, man, they hate it. Well, I'm going to get the next one. It's almost like a game. It's not even about the shoe anymore. It's about I want to be the first one. Now, this technique is very, it works very well. Oh, I'm telling you. You know, when you go to the site and it says sold out, you know, which happens on Yeezy's, on Yeezy's site, the Adidas, whatever, sold out, too late. Oh, people are like, oh, man, I'm too late. So the next time, 
So instead of making 10000 he can make 15000 and sell out again <laughs> every single time. <laughs> I mean, it's a genius way to do marketing. You don't want to have a ton of availability, right, of anything, right, because no one wants it. You know, the value becomes, it comes from the scarcity of the product. If it's always available, then who cares about that? Jordan did the same thing as well, right? That's why these. That's why Jordan's a billionaire. Smart man. Whoever's the marketer behind that, I mean, it's just smart. You know, they still selling, still selling Jordans. Isn't that crazy? I mean, this man haven't played basketball in decades. You know, and it's like even the kids and the millennial and the generation Zers who never saw this man play, they're buying Jordans. They've never seen the man play. But they're buying Jordans. Isn't that insane? Standing in line. Never seen the man play in life. Don't even know if the man is that good. Right? Didn't even watch a YouTube video to make sure he was really that good. But they're buying it. 18-year-olds right now. Standing in line. Waiting for Foot Locker to give him the suit. Just call it great marketing, man. Just genius marketing. That's it. And you have to learn how to become like that. What are your thoughts on drop shipping? I mean, do it, man. Wes, what does the next 20 years look like for you? As far as your business, impacting the world. Hell, do you want an apartment in hell, do you want an apartment in space? Oh, well, speaking about space, I do want to go. I, mean, I will go eventually. I don't want to live in space, though. That's boring. Right. Uh, but um, the next 20 years, well, I just said that I'll be traveling quite a bit doing my doing my seminars, my speaks, you know, whenever I, whenever I feel like doing it. The thing is how I just how I'm like, I'm basically um, swiftly becoming the next. The version of Tony Robbins, the black version of Tony Robbins, right? Because I have a different style than him, a different delivery as well. Um, but, you know, we kind of have the same energy, right? I just, I, I can match that man's energy, right? He's phenomenal. Love Tony Robbins. So I am rapidly becoming a version of him, the black hands version, of course. And I'll be traveling around the world doing my seminars. But I will only do them when I want to do them. I would never do anything that I feel obligated to do. I, I'm just not going to do it. Like if I don't feel like doing it, I'm not going to do it. I only do things how I feel in the moment, right? So I'll definitely be doing that. Of course, I'll be writing books. Maybe in the next 10, 15 years, I'll start writing books, disseminating to the world. Um, and um, you know, I'll just be building companies, man. We're getting ready to build something that's going to be very, very phenomenal here. I'm very excited about it. Probably have another six months to a year before that program will be launched. But this is something I'm really, really passionate about. And I want to do it right because I know it's going to just really impact the world. So I'm excited about that. Um, but, yeah, the next 20 years is going to be just, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun. A lot of great opportunities. Going to meet a lot of significant people on the planet. Going to get a lot of different opportunities. And, you know, you guys will definitely see me all around the world. You'll see me on TV, billboards. You'll see me on re reality TV shows, movies. I, I'll, I'll be everywhere, guys. I'll be pervasive around, on, around the planet here. 
Um, so, yeah, that's what it looks like. What's next? Wes, have you spoke with Tony Robbins before? Does he know about you? Uh, you know, funny, funny story about me and Tony. I, I've been to the Unleash the Power Within, which is a, a program that Tony Robbins has. It's an event that he does. And I've been there twice. But the second time I went, I brought one of my clients when I was training people in the fitness niche. And I brought her. I said, you know, you need you need Tony Robbins. So we went. She paid for everything. And um, when we got there, you know, Tony was doing his thing. And all of a sudden, Tony comes and walked down the aisle. We was in VIP seating. It was three grand each for the tickets. And he approached um, me and her. It was it was insane, right? Like, I can't make this up. And he was talking to her and said, you know, I'm excited to be here. My trainer brought me and people start, you know, clapping their hands. And I stand up and, and you know, Tony is a very powerful man. When I say he's powerful, he's very smart and very persuasive. Like, he understands the NLP stuff. He's, man, this man, he's he's good. I mean, he's, he's really good. He, he has mastered this stuff. And I'm always working to become my master with hypnosis and conversational hypnosis, anchoring, priming, all this stuff. It's a lot of information, but when you get it, I mean, you become just truly unstoppable when it comes to people. And um, so long story short, you know, I mean, I didn't like talk to him, but he was like, see, we got this trainer here, this this wonderful, beautiful man, and I can see the tears in his eyes because he wanted to help her. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. In my mind, I'm like, whoa, whoa, Tony, I'm not crying, bro. What am I doing? But that's the power of Tony. Because what he was doing, what was called a suggestion, right? He was, he was, and you on camera, right? I was on camera. So like 20,000 people looking at me, right? And that day, my client, the lady that I brought there, she ended up being on stage. She was like, uh, I mean, it was insane. I wish I had a video of this. I probably lost a lot of videos now, but she was like cheering the audience on and Tony made her just feel so special. So that was just an unbelievable moment that I shared with Tony because he gave my client the best experience ever, man. It was it was a blessing. It was amazing. But um, that's about it. But um, does he know about me? Of course he does. No, I don't know. I don't know if he knows about me. It doesn't really matter if he does or not, but I'm coming. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, and I do recommend if you if you get the opportunity. I, I think the only seminar I would ever recommend, aside from my own, is unleash the power within. Uh, with Tony Robbins, let me tell you something. It's an unbelievable experience. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I wouldn't. I am not trying to exaggerate. This is not hyperbole. Uh, that man has a gift, a true gift when it comes to people. And, you know, if you're like kind of stuck in a rut and you just need some energy, man, just go. Just go. It's, it's very 
powerful. And I would say, you know, a portion of that, I would say definitely enabled me to uh, really kind of fine tune on what I wanted to do and work on the mindset a little bit, which is he he's an expert at that. So I would say, you know, go if you get the opportunity to go. It's called Unleash the Power Within, and uh, it is definitely life-changing, okay? Shout out to Tony Robbins, for sure. Hey, Wes, what do you think about Grant Cardone? Uh, I think he's cool. I don't really watch a lot of his content, but he's definitely a great salesperson, you know, an amazing one. He's really good at selling. I wouldn't necessarily go to his event. Nah, not for me. The 10x growth con, all that's nah. I um, I don't because I just don't think it's necessary for me. But I wouldn't say it's not valuable for some people. But I don't know, not my thing. Like I I I do real estate, but I have somebody to do it for me. I don't. I'm not doing real estate. Somebody does it for me, right? So, but you know, shout out to Grant Cardone. He's doing his thing, man. He's a hell of a salesman for sure. Who are some of your marketing mentors? Um, Wesley Virgin. I don't have any marketing mentors myself. That's it. You know? I mean, everybody that I share with you, like Dan Kennedy, all these people, they were my informal mentors because I just read their books. One thing you have to understand about me, folks, I'm just a voracious reader. I love reading. And I just read a lot. I just read a lot of stuff. I do. I read a lot of books. A lot. Like, I crave it. You know, that's my addiction. My addiction is not women. My addiction is not food. It is reading, honestly. I love to read, like, insanely. I love reading information. It's just so much information on the planet. Right? Sometimes I want to, like, just read more. Like, I need to get this stuff in my brain immediately here because it's just so much um, information out there that can be applicable to your life to discover problems and to even be innovative with new solutions, right? So I just, I love reading. Um, I have a business degree in business marketing, but I'm more business. You think I need to concentrate on marketing to survive in the online business? Absolutely. Marketing. And I wouldn't necessarily say that school teaches you how to market. They don't know how to market, man. I don't college they don't know how to market man nah i mean i wish i wish they would actually teach students how to market but nah but they call marketing some bs man uh yeah you know maybe some specialized schools would teach you how to really market but nah you better you, you better just go into a youtube video and watching a video on how to market your product. You get more value. Hey, hey, what's going on, everyone? Where to start to study Forex? I'm ready to study. I had a mental breakthrough. I love you, Wes. Yeah, go to YouTube. YouTube, that's why I started. YouTube, man. You know, I mean, YouTube, people just giving the game away for free, honestly. Okay. Let me see. Questions here, talk to me. 
West. You going live today? Yes, who wants to go live? Make sure your camera's on and make sure I can see you properly. Okay? Any questions for me before I let you go here? I gave you the golden advice from a billionaire if you're just getting here or you're late. Listen and watch it again here. Hey, Nicole, how are you? All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. Hey, thank you for joining the podcast. Remember, you can always get access to the Genie Script course. It's where I teach people how to manifest their dreams. I am an expert manifester. I can manifest anything, and I can teach you how to do it. I've taught hundreds of thousands of people indirectly online how to do this. Um, if you want access to the podcast, just go to google.com and type in Wesley Billion Dollar Version and um, to get access to that as well. What are the best websites to sell products? Digital Store and ClickBank. I will start there. ClickBank.com or Digital Store is what you can use to sell products online. Was Twitter a good investment for Elon? Uh, well, sure. I mean, I can't comment what was a good investment or not for Elon. He's the richest man on, on the planet. So obviously, uh, yes. Right? <laughs> of course. Right? <clears throat> I mean, I don't know why it was a good investment, but if he did it, I mean, this man is the richest man in the, on the planet, right? Just the man that made the electric car. So, of course, it was a good investment. Of course, why wouldn't it be? If a man can spend $40 billion just like that, yeah. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Thank you so much. And remember, in life, you don't get what you want. You get what you pitch. And much love. I love you guys so much. I love all of you. Queens and kings, don't give up. Keep fighting for what's yours. Listen to the podcast. Remember, if you want to be successful, you must condition your mind for success on a daily basis. Daily basis, every single day, every single minute, as much as humanly possible. You got to get focused on what you want. You got to be very clear about what you want. And you got to stay on that path for a very short period of time until you're at the pinnacle or at the zenith of your mountain. Much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Let's go.